0: I'm sure by now you've heard that Guns N' Roses are playing Slaying Castle on the 27th of uh, next year. Great excitement around that. It's the first real gig for the band in 25 years. They have been back since then, but not really as the full Guns N' Roses as we know them. So this is uh, wonderful excitement. And as luck would have it, journalist Mick Wall, we've had on the show many times, has just written a book about the band uh, at this exact moment. It's called uh, The Last of the Giants, The True Story of Guns N' Roses. And he joins us now. Mick, how are you tonight?
1: I'm good, thank you, Tom. How's yourself?
0: Very well. I presume you'll be getting a call to join them backstage for <laughs> shenanigans.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure about that, uh, Tom. It'll depend what they think of the book when they get to read it. But uh, I tell you what, I saw them earlier this year in America, and I saw Axel on stage at ACDC in London a few months ago, and Slain Castle is in for a huge treat. Um, I've never seen Axel Rose so on fire. I really haven't not in thirty years. He seems to be reborn i mean the this is a guy who who as a as a true artist, always believed in bringing his truth to the stage, you know, and if that meant his pain, his anger, his rage, then uh you know so it might be. but uh, this time around, Axel, as I say, he seems to be reborn, he seems to be. Uh, enjoying every single moment, relishing his time back on stage with Flash and Duff, he's a happy he's a happy camper, and as a result, the, the show is spectacular. I mean, they they come on on time.
0: There's they, a start. They,
1: they they play like angels, and Axel absolutely gives it his all. I mean, it's. Um, it's uh, it's going to be the event of the summer next year. Definitely,
0: I'm looking forward to it. I, I am. I'm wondering what has something changed in Axel? You know, being on time for a start, and and I heard some of what he said between songs on the ACDC gigs, and he seemed quite almost um, modest uh, and you know proud to be part of ACDC and be standing in in that situation.
1: Well, I think you know. I mean, as the book goes into some detail to explain. There have been changes in his personal life. He had a reconciliation with his former wife Erin Everly which was connected to the fact that her best friend Megan Hodges um, has now uh, you know, uh, been the live-in lover with Slash for the last two or three years and it was that tenuous connection that, that got Slash and Axel talking again not about the politics of the band but just as two guys who used to know each other. On top of that You know, it's pretty clear that Axel is unburdened. You know, all those years he led the band on his own. All those years he refused to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, refused to have anything to do with Slash and Duff and the other guys. All that stuff's gone away. He's no longer carrying that stuff with him. And it's interesting because, you know, as the book explains... um, here's a guy that literally just a few years ago was saying he hoped that Slash got cancer he said God. that uh, publicly and yet uh, as the book reveals when slash left the band in 96 axel was devastated he he wasn't uh, he didn't have any bravado or big things to say about it he was suicidal he was devastated and it took him years to try and come to